Eric Johnson is producing. I uh, teased earlier in the show the fact that, and Eric, you and Tyler have been doing shows on conspiracy theories, so I would say going back to when QAnon was brought up quite a right. bit, and how do these start? And Yeah, the, the primary one of that uh, podcast you can find on KFGO.com, we had Mike Rothschild on, who's oh, yeah. writing a book on, on the entire QAnon phenomena. And right now there's a uh, HBO documentary that kind of overlaps what he was talking about with us. Now, people have listened to me off and on in my various shows here on KFGO, including Couch Potato Radio and others, and then when I'm filling in, know that I don't always agree with libertarians. Some stuff they make, you know, kind of makes the old Arsenio, hmm, right? And Ron Paul used to say this, and I'm very much paraphrasing, even though I don't agree with all his policies, but he used to say, and I think he's right in this, part of the reason that conspiracy theories start is because we are not upfront with direct and clear, accurate information all the time especially from our leaders, especially from our governmental leaders. And I'm going to give you an example why. Because many of the, going back to the pandemic video last year and all these different things that pop up where there might be a, a little figment of truth in there, but then things get skewed to a whole different direction. Part of the reason is, is because people need to live in absolutes. So many times the governmental leaders will try to give you an a very precise answer because it's much simpler, right? It's, it's, we want the simple answer to things. And when it comes to health, when it comes to disease, when it comes to viruses, there are not many simple answers. There are no absolutes. Part of the reason is many doctors don't practice medicine the same. They don't always agree on things. And so now when you bring vaccines into it, it's a whole different thing. And I'll give you an example why. Because I think what has happened here when we talk about the vaccine situation is that Many people look at it as a cure, not a vaccine. A vaccine is very much a, a very good solution to try to get to herd immunity so we're not having a huge increase in hospitalizations and people getting very, very sick or possibly dying more than anything else. Vaccines for the most of the gener general population can keep you from dying. Now, let's go back to when we first started getting vaccines approved. Because this is a story that came out of what Europe, I think they, I think they approved the Pfizer vaccine first. And, and, and here's a story from CBS News going back to December to kind of give you the actual details of, yes, there have been some problems for some people. Very rare is the key word here, but a small portion of the population when it comes to vaccines. This is CBS News on the Hour, your home for original reporting. I'm Steve Kaith, and the Pfizer coronavirus vaccine has now been given the green light in Canada. First shots could be administered there next week. In the U.K., an issue to deal with the day after the first vaccinations. I'm Vicki Barker in London. England's health service says two health workers with severe allergies suffered so-called anaphylactoid reactions to the Pfizer vaccine yesterday. Those reactions can include a rash, dizziness, and shortness of breath. The workers are said to be recovering well, but people with severe allergies to foods, medicines, or vaccines are now being told to avoid the Pfizer vaccine for now. Well, CBS's Dr. David Agus says it's true there will be people who may want to be vaccinated when one is approved here, but should not because of health reasons. This is the reason that we are pushing for herd immunity in the United States, the United Kingdom, and elsewhere, because if enough people are vaccinated, the people who cannot be vaccinated or won't respond to a vaccine will still not be bothered by the virus. So the concept of herd immunity is that we can stop the virus spread if we vaccinate enough people because there are always going to be people who should not and cannot get the vaccine. 
keyword there. There are people that should not and cannot get the vaccine. Now, people get mad at me when I say this, but I've worked with my doctor. I am a person who's who reacts poorly to medications. Even though I'm severely overweight, I am not on medications. That shocks a lot of people. And part of the reason is I don't react well to many of them. So my doctor and I, and it took a while for me to find a doctor to do this, we've worked on a lot of preventative things, changing my diet, even though I cheat and he gets mad at me. And sometimes I still can get sick. It's not going to prevent me from getting COVID-19, possibly with symptomatic things, but I'm doing my best. But the way we were looking at it, and ironically, he wanted to wait till the AstraZeneca vaccine to see how that plays out. And maybe he was going to recommend that for me. And then with some of the things that's been going on in Europe there, he said, well, let's wait on that too. So we've been going this route. Now, before it's all said and done, may I get vaccinated soon? But according to my doctor and what we're going through with me and my reactions to medicines, we're going to wait on this if take it at all. It doesn't make me an anti-vaxxer. I don't believe that Bill Gates is putting chips in you. It's not like that at all. Many people, my loved ones, are getting vaccinated. It's worked out very well for them. But I think the misnomer is, is that everyone can get it. And I know other people with food allergies, and I won't mention any names. We know some around here that, as you just heard the doctor say, they're just not going to be able to do it. So it's not a sum of everyone can get it. That's one thing that's a big misnomer out there. Now, what we have also heard quite a bit, and from America's most trusted doctor right now, Dr. Fauci, is even if you're fully vaccinated, we don't necessarily know yet whether or not you're a carrier and can spread it. Because it makes some sense. What the vaccine's going to do is it's going to, you know, when you get COVID-19, because it's still going to get in your body, it's the vaccine's teaching your immune system to kick into gear and attack it from what it's learned before from your antibodies. Or if your antibodies have kind of dwindled away, your memory T cells are going to go kick it in and go attack the virus that entered your body. So you're more or less like an asymptomatic person who contracted the real disease. That's what Dr. Fauci has said for a while. The question is, how much do you really spread it? We should also ask the question when we get some more data, do we really know how much asymptomatic people actually spread it? Last week, Friday, CBS News report, they're going to do a study to find out fully vaccinated people when they do contract the disease, how much they are actually spreading it, how much they're shedding the disease when they get it after being fully vaccinated. Concerns are being raised over how the coronavirus spreads. Dr. Anthony Fauci said scientists are zeroing in on whether fully vaccinated Americans could still get infected and even though they have no symptoms, infect others. This is a question of extreme importance. This study will involve 12,000 college students who will swab their noses daily, use an app for taking questionnaires, but most importantly, they'll provide their close contacts. The degree of transmission from vaccinated individuals will be determined by the infection rate in the close contacts. We could know results in about five months. CBS's Cami McCormick. So you just heard that Dr. Fauci saying we're going to find out in five months how much you actually are spreading the disease if you're fully vaccinated and you do acquire COVID-19 because it doesn't just all of a sudden it doesn't bounce off you because you get the vaccine. <laughs> I mean, that's just, that's not how that works. If When they're going through the trials, to find out who is vaccinated in their experimental group compared to the control group, the people who are coming up, they test the positive and said, well, you don't have any symptoms. That's good. That's where Johnson Johnson find, found out their 70% effectiveness. Same thing with Pfizer, Moderna, when they talked about 95, 90, 90%. That's where we're at with this. And then I heard this sound this morning on News and Views, and I think later in the afternoon, Amy and JJ played it. The CDC director 
Rachel Walensky, or Rochelle is that Walensky, was on MSNBC yesterday and gave us this little gem, which totally contradicts Dr. Fauci. Our data from the CDC today suggests, um, you know, that that vaccinated people do not carry the virus, don't get sick, um, and, and that it's not just in the clinical trials, but it's also in real world data. Well, they do carry the virus for a while until their immune system fights it off. And you just heard from Dr. Fauci that we don't necessarily know whether or not they are actually shedding the virus. I mean, I think Dr. Walensky made it sound like you got this invisible field over you once you're fully vaccinated. And there's a report yet last week. We had it here on KFGO News. There's a report today from Washington State that, yes, yeah, some fully vaccinated people have still gotten the virus after their two shots and after their 14 days. They still, unfortunately, are some of those, as we played in the first cut, that have been just one of those who got the vaccine. Unfortunately, it did not give them immune response, so they still contracted COVID with some symptoms. And that's not that uncommon. We knew that going in. This is not a, you take the vaccine, everyone's protected forever. And for that narrative to be out there, it's irresponsible. And I think the CDC director was very irresponsible on that. And I think the CDC, I saw this on a graphic because I was kind of looking at uh, some vaccine data the other day on the CDC website. And they came up and they have this little, these like these little charts. And I screenshotted this thing. I couldn't believe I was reading this. Myths and facts about the COVID-19 vaccine. And one of the questions is, will a COVID-19 vaccination protect me from getting sick with COVID-19? And the first paragraph says, yes, COVID-19 vaccination works by teaching your immune system how to recognize and fight the virus that causes COVID-19. And this protects you from getting sick with COVID-19. Well, yes, but it should be followed up by saying, if your immune system responds to it. It's so misleading what she said yesterday because the correct answer is we are still learning on this. We are still getting studies. And ladies and gentlemen, that's how conspiracy theories start because you have two of the most major medical people that we have nationwide contradicting themselves with Dr. Walensky and Dr. Fauci. And it frustrates people who are just looking for some simple answers on this. And if you don't know everything, tell us that. But we need to live in absolute, so we look for our confirmation bias, and it's unfortunate for the American public. Derek Hansen in for Tyler Axon this afternoon's live here on KFGO.